Hi, I'm Samuel Pitcher. And I'm Sarah Pitcher. And you're listening to Marriage, the, the Good, good the, the Bad, and the, the Funny. It's March 1st, 2019. Let's get into it. So we're back by, not popular demand, but two, popular. Pe- two people? Yeah. That's enough. That's more than we ever expected, isn't it? Well, wait, is it two people? I think it's more than two people. Okay, we're probably up to a handful. Yeah, something like that. I think we're getting a hand signal that's two people because that gets us into what we're starting here No, today. it's two handfuls. Oh, it's two handfuls. Two handfuls of people. Boy, for those who can't hear, we have a guest joining us today. Hey, everybody. My name is Matt. Matt? Not Pitcher, unfortunately. <laughs> Not Pitcher, but he is one of the friends that we have uh, mentioned and alluded to in the past. I'm very excited to be here today. Yes, because he's given us some ideas for a, uh, maybe not just a bonus episode, but some content here. He is going to, he says he wants to do a Q&A with us. Is that right? Well, I have a question uh, around, based around your marriage that I think a lot of people would be interested in hearing about. Okay, this should be interesting. And for those who don't know, we can't tell if Matt is being sarcastic or if he's just really been asking this. He So background... Matt recently went on a trip to Florida, right Matt? This is true. And you had never listened to our podcast before Ryan and Liz started playing it. This is true. I don't have a Twitter. (laughs) Because that's all we post on is Twitter. (laughs) But it's true. No one listens to my Twitter now because that's all it is, is me saying there's a new episode. But you listened to all of them all at once, right? I I binged it and I loved it. (laughs) You had nothing else to do on your ride home from Florida. There was nothing that could have compared so the joy I got from listening to you guys. See, we're about to find out, you know, just how big of a fan you are because you are going to ask us your we haven't decided if it's sarcastic or not question. I think it would be great to talk about something that we see less and less today. And that's the uh, the old-fashioned kind of ideals that you guys pursued in the process to getting married and therefore after the, the conventional marriage you know oh what not living together before yeah, we got not married living, yeah all of those the old school stuff the good stuff that people have kind of left in the wayside you know waiting for all of these things okay that yeah. sounds cool so yeah. so anything you want to start out with with that so yes, what are guys, these old fashioned ideals you guys didn't live together before you got married right 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 Okay, how was that? I mean, it was interesting. It was kind of sometimes pretty cool because we could hang out together, but then at the end of the day, we just went home and slept. So if one of us annoyed another, it was just, okay, we've got some cool downtime until the next day. It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was absolutely so wonderful. What was the, how was the, the shock of after being married now, so now you're moving in together, you even got a house together. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think originally it wasn't so much a shock because the last year of us dating, Sam actually lived next door to my parents where I lived. So we spent a lot more time together. So I think it kind of eased us into the idea because literally the only time we spent apart at that point was I went home to go to my bed and he stayed there. Um... I think, honestly, 
with buying a house now, I think it's a little weirder because I like falling asleep in my basement and eventually crawling up to bed because I love finished basements. But I don't know. I I kind of liked the way we did it because it was just, you know, it was more we eased into it and it wasn't such a huge shock as if, you know, he lived a half an hour away and we saw each other maybe three times a week. So. Well, especially when you think about we went from long distance where you would see me once every other month or so mm-hmm. to he's right next door, but at the same time, you got to go back to your place. Yep. And I got to unwind at the end of the day, as you put it. Mm-hmm. You know... Jumping right to that. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting on the big stuff, the important things. Well, Sam actually goes to the bedroom first, so he kind of hogs them. And then when I come into the room, I just really fight for them back. And I, and you know, he'll grunt at me, but it's okay. You know, just a, just a couple more nudges and he gives up some. <laughs> Once again, I, I give up after a while because it's not worth fighting because I'll lose. Yeah. We've talked about that uphill battle. Yeah. But you also give me the play-by-play the next day because you said I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. And then the next day you come in and you say, oh, you were a jerk last night when it came to me t- trying to get in the bed. And I'm like, well, you should have come sooner. And once again, I can't win. Yeah, no, no, you can't win. So. Conversations that you have when I come to bed. Because you wake up, but you're not really awake. And you get angry and you shout, meet me at Emory Dawn. Because it's a <laughs> conference room where you work. But, yeah, those are those are pretty fun to reenact the next morning. Sleeping habits. So, I think she hugs him just as much, though. She's just... Not up there as fast as I am anymore. It sounds like she has to come in and fight, you know, fight, fight, fight from behind a little bit. You've got to jump on it. You're wrapped up in the covers. Yep. She's going to come in there and try and unravel. <laughs> She's, yeah. don't worry. If you think she ever loses a battle, you're wrong. I've been listening to the podcast. I know that she doesn't. She never does. No. You can't even call it a fight. So... Okay, so we've talked about not living together. We've talked about who hogs the covers. Mm-hmm. What else? Two key points. Uh, <clears throat> well, what are other conventions? I mean, those are pretty big key things. Like, a lot of people feel like, myself included, that you have to live with somebody before you can really kind of decide that that's the person you can spend the rest of your life with. True. I mean, I think that a majority of it is you kind of just have to realize that even if you live with someone, suddenly being married to them, it, it changes it and all bets are off. Things that wouldn't have bothered you before, even if you were just living with them, as soon as it, as soon as you're married, you chew gum the wrong way, you're going to hear about it. It's just, there's something about it, and I don't know what that is. Well, the question around, do you have to live together to get to know somebody? I think at the same time, when we were dating, we only really spent, especially that last year, Mm -hmm. we only spent literally, like, nighttime when you're, like, too tired to really care about anything. True. Apart. So, I think you can spend just as much time and... When it comes to certain things like, I think morning routines, 
Yeah. Might be hard for somebody to get used to, especially if you're in your close quarters, like an apartment. Because that's when you start to realize, okay, this definitely conflicts with what I want. One bathroom. It's a fun time. One bathroom. And having to you concede that. Yeah, you're right. The bathroom thing's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But concede that. But that along with the just... I am living with somebody else now. Mm-hmm. It's not just about me. And you have to... Sometimes you have to yield to their habits versus your own. And I don't know if you have to live to, with somebody beforehand to get an idea. Because I think if you spend a lot of time together with somebody, you can start... Most people have a... Not even a sixth sense. A lot of people can tell if a person is who they are for the most part. Like I joked in previous podcasts that women are the best everything, but specifically I said campaigners and salespeople. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I knew I could tell certain things about you that, and you could probably tell them about me mm-hmm. beforehand. And if they didn't drive us off, and I think our long distance really helped out there. I think so because I mean we made it through long distance. I mean there's a lot of couples that's where they fail. They can't stand to be apart for you know months at a time, and then you know it's that worry. You know are are they gonna you know cheat on me? You got to have that you know you got to have that faith and trust to know that hey this person's really in in it for the long haul with me. You know we're looking towards the future for each other. You know, I think we were both pretty strong independently. Yeah, that we coming together wasn't too much of a problem. It's the very long answer to your short question. <laughs> That's what You've heard us on. ramble. That's yeah, yeah. On many yeah. podcasts, you guys are masters at rambling. Mm-hmm. So you said that you go to sleep first. Does that mean you wake up first? No. Oh. No, I. I'm Lately, not. I've been a lot. You've been a lot better about waking up, but then you will wake up to do some work and then go back to sleep. I used to not wake up for days. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be in the same position when I got home. No, I'm usually up first. I have uh, Ralphie that likes to wake me up at four in the morning to go outside and I see black blurs in the yard and I'm hoping that it's the neighborhood kitty and not the skunk. (laughs) That was the other morning. I was very nervous. I, okay, Ralphie, let's back up this way. Let's not scare whatever it is, please. I don't want to deal with this this morning. And if I wake up first, I'm pretty much obnoxious and annoying as always, right? That's what I was going to ask. How do you tiptoe around? No. I was stop, the other stop, day. Stop, stop, I still heard you. Yes, but at least I didn't turn on the lights and start making a big scene about me getting up to work. That's true. Yes. She gets up pretty early. You've always been an early riser. I'm starting to learn the joys of it. You just get so much more done. It's true. Four in the morning is actually not a bad time. Depends on what you've done the night before, though. Yeah. Some people are going to bed at that time. That's true. I'm a, I'm a wake up and roll out of bed in my car kind of guy myself. I can't, I can't do it. Can't do much before work. Not a thing. Yeah. You do some heavy work, though. Yeah, but, you know... I can just roll out of bed and start going, and then I'll sit down and I'll be done. So I wake up the next day. <laughs> oh boy. These are good. What else you got for us? I, uh, well, you put me on the spot. I told you I was prepared, but I wasn't at all. So, the background while you're thinking of a question then is we're currently over at Ryan and Liz's, and 
since you binge watched it with them or binge listened, whatever you want to call for a podcast, you thought of this as kind of something you could do. And they're out back somewhere doing who knows what, but you know, you were excited to do this, and I think it's a cool idea. And we had talked about it before. Yeah. I'm super excited. I, uh, you know, never been married myself. Uh, honestly, never even really been close, but you know. It's one of those things you grow up thinking that's one of those goals that you're supposed to go towards. So it's fun to watch a couple of my friends go through it. And like you said, Ryan and Liz, my brother and his fiance, soon to be married. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an eventuality of life, usually, most of the time. I think a lot of people have the misconception that you have to get married at a certain stage in your life. And I'm sure that you probably feel that a lot of the time. You know, and I know that personally, like, I've been feeling like, okay, you know, we're going, we're going to be going on three years of being married, you know, are people going to start expecting us to have children? And in-laws, parents, yeah, pretty much everyone who's wanting grandkids or nieces, even even coworkers, you know, oh, you know, are you guys, are you guys thinking of children? And it's like, yeah, you know, but. I think personally for me, I mean, I got married at 22. I know that that's young in today's standards, but you know, there's some things I want to still do and yeah, we're going on three years and I kind of have to tell myself, Sarah, is this, are you really ready to have that full-time commitment of being a parent? Some days, yes. Some days, no, I, you know, there's still things I want to do. I can't work, you know, overtime like I have been because I wouldn't want to. I'd want to be home with my children. Yeah, you're a parent for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I know what you're saying. Like, you feel like you have these goals that it's like, okay, you know, by the time I'm this age, I should be married. By the time I'm this age, I should have children. You know, so on and so forth. <clears throat> but I don't think... I think it needs to be when everyone is ready. Because if you just do it for the wrong reasons, it's pointless. But Matt's talking about going against the status quo. And you and I, you know, we've heard, I can't imagine doing it myself, but they say in some um, in some beliefs and whatnot that some of the strongest people are people that go against that status quo completely and don't get married at all and have the call to singleness. And I can't imagine doing that. And well, it's too late for me to imagine doing that. Even if I, You're even if I had me. that thought. You're stuck with but me. for someone to dedicate their their whole life, you know, from a single standpoint, there is a lot of good stuff you can do. You can do a lot of mission work. You don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to essentially take care of someone else. You're taking care of your own, which sounds selfish. But if you're using it towards the right the right things and the right modalities you're you're pretty good i don't know how anyone can do it and i'm not saying that you're one of those people or you should be one of those people i'm just saying i've heard i've heard stories of people and i've seen a couple folks where you're like how do they do it and they manage somehow never saw that path for my life and i think you people say well if i'm not married by a certain time trust me i've gone to schools where the 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 guys especially are like oh man, I haven't found anybody right now. Is that, you know, being told that I've got that call? I'm like, the fact that you're that worried about it makes me think you're not. Because if you were one of those folks, 
you probably wouldn't be as on edge about not having a girlfriend right now. And you're not stable enough to be that person. You have to be comfortable with who you are. And you can never rush into anything. Yeah, it's not fair to put that on somebody else. To, to find that comfort with yourself by uh, seeking it out through somebody else's approval. Mm-hmm. That's an unfortunate strain that a lot of people put on relationships. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But we're talking about different things that are really, like I said, not not something you see too often. And can't say that we're we're perfect by any means because we're not because no. we followed a different path. <clears throat> but it is a path that is probably less traveled. But I mean. It's worked out for us. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if we had people, you know, we do have that email address. I've got to plug that shamelessly. They can tell us how they managed, you know, marriage, GBF, good, bad, funny at gmail.com. Shameless plug, I know. Giving Matt some time to think of his next or his last question. My mind has gone completely blank. Completely I'm just blank. absorbing all of this information at this point. I'm going to have to go back and listen again just to be sure I get every point out of it. Every point of our ramblings? Yes. Well, see, in our ramblings, there might be a nugget of maybe a pebble, maybe a little pea-shaped pebble of uh, good stuff in there. Maybe. And, you we'll know, those uh, average of 45 plays per episode can't be completely wrong, right? Mm. <laughs> oh, that's what we're at. You can help by making it more. Share this on your social media. You know, I know you have a a big fan all the way down in Florida, the other side of the country, if you will. I know it's not my place to be uh, doing shout-outs, but if I can right here at the end. What's up, Shira? How you doing? Oh, there you go. She is our uh, at least one confirmed subscriber to this. She's a big fan. She really is. She was was disappointed to miss out a whole week of of this podcast. Well, I gotta say, that was my fault. I worked so much last week. I was asleep on the couch by 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8 o'clock. It was fun times. You know, I just got a new couch, and I'm totally with you. I can spend all my time on the couch now. Just leave something on the TV, and, like, you wake up, and you're like, oh, okay, I can watch this for a few minutes, and then back to sleep. Oh, goodness. It's great. Uh, I can't say anything. I, I do the iPad method myself in bed. Yeah. have that playing. Yeah, and then you growl at me when I turn it off. I was watching that. No, you weren't. Listen, nothing helps you better than falling asleep to the beautiful sounds of the office. Do you have to rescue him from sleeping with his glasses on? No, he takes those off. But sometimes <laughs> he'll dump the iPad in between the bed and the heat register. So that's fine. Uh, what was that loud sound? No. Mm. (laughs) you're hearing things okay I'm either the best or the worst liar I think I'm the best in the sense I can make it convincing but I'm the worst because I eventually literally just say you know I lied Look, I just I can't live with it for too long but we're glad that you decided to do this you uh, you were the brave one amongst uh, Ryan and Liz and a few others back there I'm so honored that you guys actually let me come on and talk to you. Even if you thought I was being sarcastic at first, I was very excited. Hey. You're I always think... welcome to come back if you have more All questions. Right. I'll and... see you guys next week. Okay. Eventually, people are going to say, uh, 
we want we want Matt. We don't want you two anymore. I don't care that he's not married. I just want him. He has the better voice, and he has the he he talked when he needed to. He didn't ramble. <laughs> he, he made points. He didn't use words over and over again, like overarching theme. Drill oh, it down. I very carefully read through the, uh, the the thesaurus this morning, so I could use all different words. Well, you also binge watched, so you learned what not to do from me. Yeah. <laughs> and you learned what to do from her, because they've already already said they want more of her and less of me. And why are you still talking? I think she did a pretty good t- uh, job this time around. She answered most of my questions. She does do a good job all the time. I'm the one who's weighing us down. Stuff a sock in it. Stuff yeah. a sock in it. Well, on that note, then, if you're a good Matt. Absolutely. And if you're a good Sarah. I am. And I've already gone past the point of shoving a sock in it. Then we'll sign off here. This has been Marriage. The The good, good, the the bad, bad, and the funny. funny. Till next time, we'll see you around.